This is the Exceptional Leaders Podcast. The world is fading away. We don't just need successful men, but exceptional leaders with a different spirit who seek God wholeheartedly and live in light of eternity. I am your host, Victor Ogunshola. In this season, we are taking a 40-day journey with the purpose-driven life by requiring to discover the answer to life's most important question, what on earth am I here for? Thanks for joining us. Purpose-driven life by requiring. Day 11. Becoming best friends with God. Since we were restored to relationship with God by the death of His Son, while we were still His enemies, we will certainly be delivered from eternal punishment by His life. Romans 5 verse 10 God wants to be your best friend. Your relationship with God has to has many different aspects. God is your creator and maker, lord and master, judge, redeemer, father, savior, and much more. But the most shocking truth is this. Almighty God yearns to be your friend. In Eden, we see God's ideal relationship with us. Adam and Eve enjoyed an intimate friendship with God. There was no ritual, ceremony, or religion just a simple loving relationship between God and the people he created. Unhindered by guilt or fear, Adam and Eve delighted in God and delighted in them. We were made to live in God's continual presence, but after the fall, the ideal relationship was lost. Only a few people in Old Testament times had the privilege of friendship with God. Moses and Abraham were called friends of God. David was called a man after God's own heart. Job, Enoch, and Noah had intimate friendship with God. But fear of God, not friendship, was more common in the Old Testament. Then Jesus changed the situation. When he paid for our sins on the cross, the veil of the temple that symbolized our separation from God was split from top to bottom indicating that direct access to God was once again available. Unlike the Old Testament priests who had to spend hours preparing to meet him, we can now approach God anytime. The Bible says, now we can rejoice in our wonderful new relationship with God all because of, our, of what our Lord Jesus Christ has done for us in making us friends of God. Friendship with God is possible only because of the grace of God and the sacrifice of Jesus. All this is done by God, who through Christ changed us from enemies into his friends. The old hymn says, what a friend we have in Jesus. But actually, God invites us to enjoy friendship and fellowship with all three persons of the Trinity, our Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, 
I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends for everything that I learned from the, my father I have made known to you. The word for friend in this verse does not mean a casual acquaintance but a close trusted relationship. The same word is used to refer to the best man at a wedding and a king's inner circle of intimate trusted friends. In royal courts, servants must keep their distance from the king but the inner circle of the tr- of trusted friends enjoy close contact, direct access and confidential information. That God would want me for a close friend is hard to understand but the Bible says he is a God who is passionate about his relationship with God, with you. God deeply desires that we know him intimately. In fact, he planned the universe and orchestrated history, including the details of our lives, so that we could become his friends. The Bible says he made the entire human race and made the earth hospitable with plenty of time and space for living so we could seek after God and not just hope around in the dark but actually find Him. Knowing and loving God is our greatest privilege and being known and loved is God's greatest pleasure. God says if you want to boast they should boast if anyone wants to boast they should boast that they know and understand me. They are the things that please me. It's difficult to imagine how an intimate friend's is pos- friendship is possible between an omnipotent and invisible, perfect God and a finite and sinful human being. It's easier to understand a master-servant relationship or a creator-creation relationship or even father-child. But what does it mean when God wants me to as a, as a friend? By looking at the lives of God's friends in the Bible, we learn six secrets of friendship with God. We'll look at two secrets in this chapter and four more in the next. Becoming a friend of God. 1. Through constant conversation You will never grow a close relationship with God by just attending church once a week or even having a daily quiet time. Friendship with God is built by sharing all your life's experiences with Him. Of course, it is important to establish the habit of a daily devotional time with God, but He wants more than an appointment in your schedule. He wants to be included in every activity, every conversation, every problem and even every thought. You can carry on a continuous open-ended conversation with him throughout your day, talking with him about whatever you are doing or thinking at that moment. Praying without ceasing means conversing with God while shopping, driving, working or performing 
any other everyday task. A common misconception is that spending time with God means being alone with Him. Of course, as Jesus modeled, you need time alone with God, but that is only a fraction of your waking hours. Everything you do can be spending time with God. If He is invited to be a part of it and you stay aware of His presence. The classic book on learning how to develop a constant conversation with God is practicing the presence of God. It was written in the 17th century by Brother Lawrence, a humble cook in a French monastery. Brother Lawrence was able to turn even the most commonplace and many attacks like preparing meals and washing dishes into an act of praise and communion with God. The key to friendship with God, he said, is not changing what you do, but changing your attitude towards what you do. What you normally do for yourself, you begin doing for God, whether it is eating, bathing, walking, relaxing, or taking out the trash. Today we often feel we must get away from our daily routine in order to worship God. But that is only because we haven't learned to practice his presence at all times. Brother Lawrence found it is it's easy to worship God through the common tasks of life. He didn't have to go away for a special spiritual retreat. This is God's ideal. In Eden, worship was an event to attend. Not an, it was not an event to attend, but a perpetual attitude. Adam and Eve were in constant communion with God because God is with you all the time. No place is any closer to God than the place where you are right now. The Bible says He rules everything and in everything and is in everything. Another of Brother Lawrence's helpful idea was to pray shorter conversational prayers continually throughout the day rather than trying to pray long sessions of complex prayers. To maintain focus and counteract wandering thoughts, he said, I do not advise you to use a great multiplicity of words since long discourses are often occasions for wandering. In an age of attention deficits, this 450-year-old suggestion to keep, a sim- keep it simple seems to be particularly relevant. The Bible tells us to pray all the time. How is it possible to do this? One way is to use breath prayers throughout the day. As many Christians have done for centuries, You choose a brief sentence or a simple phrase that that can be repeated to Jesus in one breath. You are with me. I receive your grace. I'm depending on you. I want to know you. I belong to you. Help me trust you. You can also use a short phrase of scripture for me to live as Christ. You will never leave me. You are my God. Pray it as if as often as possible so 
it is rooted in your heart just be sure that your motive is to honor god not control him practicing the presence of god is a skill a habit you can develop just as musicians practice skills every day in order to play beautiful music with ease you must force yourself to think about God at different times in your day you must train your mind to remember God at first you will need to create reminders to regard to regularly bring your thoughts back to the awareness that God is with you in that moment begin by placing visual reminders around you you might post little notes that say God is with me and for me right now benedictine monks use the early chimes of clocks to remind themselves to pause and pray the hour prayer if you have a watch or cell phone with an alarm you could do the same sometimes you will sense god's presence other times you won't if you are seeking an experience of his presence through all of these you have missed the point we don't praise god to feel good but to do good your goal is not a feeling but a continual awareness of the reality that god is always present that is the lifestyle of worship through continual meditation too a second way to establish a, a friendship with god is by thinking about his word throughout your day this is called meditation and the bible repeatedly urges us to meditate on who god is what he has done and what he has said it is important to be god's friend apart from knowing what he says you can't love god unless you know him and you can't know him without knowing his word the bible says god revealed himself to samuel throughout through his word god still uses that method today why you cannot spend all your days studying the bible you can think about it throughout the day recalling verses you have read and memorized and mulling them over in your mind meditation is often misunderstood as subdifficult mysterious ritual practiced by isolated monks and mystics but meditation is simply focused thinking a skill anyone can learn and use anywhere when you think about a problem over and over in your mind that's called worry when you think about god's word over and over in your mind that's meditation if you know how to worry you already know how to meditate you just need to switch your attention from your problems to bible verses the more you meditate on god's word the less you will have to worry about 
The reason God considered Job and David his close friends was that they valued his word above anything else, and they thought about it continually throughout the day. Job admitted, I have treasured the words of his mouth more than my daily bread. David said, Oh, how I love your law. I meditate on it all day. They are constantly in my thoughts. I cannot stop thinking about them. Friends, share secrets and God will share his secrets with you if you develop the habit of thinking about his word throughout the day. God told Abraham his secret and he did the same with Daniel, Paul, the disciples and other friends. When you read your Bible or hear a sermon or listen to a tape, don't just forget it and walk away. Develop the practice of reviewing the truth in your mind, thinking about it over and over. The more time you spend reviewing what God has said, the more you will understand the secrets of this life that most people miss. The Bible says, friendship with God is reserved for those who reverence Him. With them alone He shares the secrets of His promises. In the next chapter, we will see four more secrets of cultivating a friendship with God. But don't wait until tomorrow. Start today by practicing constant conversation with God and continual meditation on His Word. Prayer lets you speak to God. Meditation lets God speak to you. Both are essential to becoming a friend of God. God wants to be my best friend. God wants to be your best friend. Friendship with God is reserved for those who reverence Him. Psalms 25 verse 14 What can I do to remind myself to think about God's God and talk to Him more often throughout the day? What can you do to remind yourself also to think about God and talk to Him more often throughout the day? I believe you enjoyed this episode. Thank you for listening. I look forward to your comments and questions on this episode. And please share. Don't ever forget you are exceptional. Remain blessed.